I've already achieved the goal, then where's the party at? That was the Me, mentality. I've seen it. Uh, I've seen it in two ways: spending money. One when I was with my mom. The second one was when I was when I moved out alone. What would you say is the biggest financial mistake you've made? To a woman would be more attracted to a guy who's stable, who's self self-sufficient, independent. For me, I've got a goal of by the next academic year, so September. I don't want to be in London anymore. I want to be out, uh, like doing things, experiencing different things. I don't really pay for much by myself. Welcome to the Waltham Forest College Public Services Voices podcast. You will be listening to students holding panel discussions on topics that encourage active debates conducted in a safe environment, which aims to explore viewpoints on topical issues. These sessions are facilitated by staff. These are the conversations that matter to us. Welcome back to the PSV podcast. And today we have our special guest, Emeka, who will be leading this uh, podcast about money management. Hello, how are you all doing? Great. Good. Fine. Seems a little bit too serious. Are you no, sure you're ready? Okay? We're ready to receive advice. <laughs> we're ready to receive advice. But yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm here to, obviously this week on tutorial is all about budgeting and finance and money management. I think it's really important for you guys um, as you are on your next phase of life. So yeah, understanding how money works and managing your money is important. All right. So, um, so yeah, how's everyone doing? Good. 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 Ant- good. Doing good. Great. Antonio, Jerusalem, Tegan, Max. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I feel like um, need to up the energy a little bit. All right. I mean, we we ready. We're ready to listen. You know. I mean, I'm I'm ready to take in some advice. Okay. I think we had a heating discussion already, so we're all warmed up. Okay. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, today's topic is about money management. Obviously, in tutorial um, this week, it's all about budgeting and managing your finances, especially in the next phase of life that you are all in. And I think it's important to to know the different options, to know what's out there. And most importantly, um, just, don't just take my word for it. Do your own research on top of that. All right. So um, for those out there in listener world. All right. So just a disclaimer, always do your own research. All right. Um, I am not a financial advisor. Um, but I have my own experiences uh, that I will be sharing throughout the podcast all right but yeah before we get to the serious stuff I always like to do this in terms of the rapid fire questions all right so you literally have two seconds to answer I'll give you either or all right and you just have to pick which one and then we can get into the conversation is this like red pill blue pill uh, something like that. Oh. <laughs> Go red. All right. So Go first red. one is the context is if you can survive on both, which one would you pick? So the first one is never eat again or never sleep again. Sleep. I'll say sleep. You can survive on both. Never eat again or never sleep again. I don't sleep anyway, so what's changing? Never yeah, sleep. For me personally, it's food. It's not even an argument. Food is too good. Yeah, I need food. I need both. Like, they're both you something. Can't, you can't I have both. On. But imagine, think about it, right? At least you're recommended to have eight hours sleep a night. That is a third of your day already. 
So you've gained a third of your day. So time for assignments, going out. Imagine experiencing all the nightlife. That's what I don't that's need. Like, that's, that's, like like 12 hours. that's how I avoid them. That's how I avoid going out. That's how I avoid even like being depressed or thinking about life. That's how I avoid it. I sleep. I eat. That's how fun. Like, Imagine how much money basic. you could make. Okay, Rusa, let me just pick one. <laughs> All right, pick one. Tegan, what did you say? Uh, never sleep again. Never sleep again. Never eat again. Never sleep again is the best one. It's the best one. All right, so um, this is going back memory lane last year. So your leadership unit or your oh. security unit? Which one do you prefer? Uh, leadership. leadership. Leadership was best. Yeah. Okay. Didn't you like the security? I know you had like, a lot of practicals, the searching the cars and stuff like that. It w- it was good. I, I even I enjoyed that. <laughs> I kept coming down to your lesson. Yeah, but if you're not going into the police, then oh, okay, you fair. don't need that. Whereas okay. leadership is versatile. You use it for anything. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Would you prefer the saxophone or the piano? Piano. Piano. Ooh, that's a tricky one. I mean, have you ever heard the solo from Pink Floyd, Money, for the saxophone? Yes, yes, that's yes. a great one. Um, you have to pick one. I'll go piano, versatile. versatile. Okay. Yeah. Piano. Piano, all right. Okay, public service related. 50 burpees. Or eight laps of tyres. 50 burpees. 50 burpees. 50 burpees. <laughs> so give it burpees now. Burpees all day. Carpet or wooden floors? Carpet. Carpet. Wooden floors. Oh, it depends. Wooden floors. How? Because, because okay. listen, listen, right? So for me in my house, my whole thing's carpet except for the bottom. Having to scrape out dog hairs is the worst thing in the world. And if you spill anything on it, you're done for You need already. a Dyson and you need Vanish. Yeah. That's it. I'd go wooden floors. No. Yeah, but so wooden floors, think about it, maintenance. Like in the winter, when it's, sometimes I just want to sit on the floor to watch TV. Just, you know, the floor then is buy comfortable. buy a rug. <laughs> we'll get a rug. <laughs> okay. Uh, pizza or burger? Pizza. Burger. Ooh. Burger. Uh, 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 cheeseburger pizza. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Catch me in the middle. Okay. Um, a strict teacher that can't teach or a laissez-faire teacher, um, no, no, a strict teacher that can teach, or a laissez-faire teacher that can't teach. Strict, strict teacher. Strict teacher. Strict teacher. Okay. Uh, Netflix and chill, or cinema and chill? I mean, I don't know what you're doing Netflix. in the cinema, but... I don't want to go out. Yeah. Depends, depends, because like if if you do Netflix, you're like at the comfort of your home. You can feel you're like more chilled as mm-hmm. opposed to cinema. People being like, Shh. yeah, but at the same time, what are you gonna watch? Whatever you want, you can rent movies, you know. But the surround but sound, that's not Netflix. And yeah, stuff. you guys. Have you been to like Odeon Lux? They've got I'll still go. I'll still go Netflix. I mean, you're at the comfort of your own house. Okay, but what about the experience of seeing yeah. it at the big screen, the IMAX, for instance? It, does, mm. it doesn't actually matter at this time. Like you can get. You pay to be in a dark house, room. You can do that. Home. TV, <laughs> yeah, but and then you can like screaming siblings as well. All right, it's got to be cinema. All right, so next one is a 10,000-word essay or a two-hour exam? 10,000-word essay. Two-hour yeah, exam. Yeah, essay. Two-hour exam. Two-hour exam. Two-hour exam? The es- how long are we talking for the essay to be written? It can take longer than that. I don't, I don't know, two months? Oh, yeah, essay, any day. Yeah, do it over day. 1,000-words a day. <laughs> done. Two hours of exam. Okay. Uh, two hours and you're done. Yeah. So, two more. Bungee jump or skydive? Skydive. Skydive. None. Skydive. 
skydive. I don't trust those bungee ropes. Yeah. <laughs> One snap just and you're dead. The idea of just my legs just being dangled. I'm all right. <laughs> Tegan, what did you say? None. No, you have to pick one. Skydive. Skydive. All right. All right, last one. So this is show your parents. All right? <laughs> None. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> to show your parents all the images on your phone or all the texts on your phone. Balls, I don't mind. Break my phone. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I don't know, man. Not um, images. I don't have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of the burners, I'm sorry. Antonio? I don't know, man. Show your parents your gallery or your text messages. Nah, no, I think I think I'll better be off showing her the gallery rather than the text my text because she's gonna be like, oh, did this just come out of your mouth? <laughs> okay. Text message. Text message? No pictures. Your pictures, okay. All right. So no, that's interesting to. How about you? If you if you're still in our shoes at this age in time. Oh, we didn't have um picture phones, so yeah, text. Burn. Oh. Yeah. I'll say both. Um, Texas. Yeah. Because I know what her pictures are like. Yeah. You, you don't. Yeah, I do. Because I check them. <laughs> <laughs> She's eleven. What are you talking about? We have weekly checks of social media. You know? I like that. Yeah. It's good. It's I good. don't want to hear about this privacy stuff yet. All right? This is... Um, well, it's weekly. As long as so I'm paying for the bill. Exactly. It's a... It's a... It's it's um So parenting in this age, it's... um No one's ever done it before as it is right now. And when you guys eventually have your children, like, the world would be different. I don't know. We have metaverse and you now have to be careful about what your children are doing in a metaverse. Who knows? But for now, it's like there's so many... So much dangers out there. All right, and then children are exposed to so much so early. So um, rather than kind of shut everything down, it's having open communication. So it's like, for instance, when she gets an unknown number that's called her phone, I, I know about it, for instance, or somebody messages her on her roadblock games or whatever, like she would, she would tell me. So it's, it's, you know, teaching the children about the dangers as well. Um, and I think that's important. So, yeah. So money management. Finances, money, money, money. Um, so my first question to you is, what's, what habits do you have when it comes to money? As soon as you get money, um, what are your habits? Okay, it hasn't been for long that since I started this, but now I have four or five saving accounts. And from, <laughs> no, like, because I tried to save them. Is there money in I, them? Yes, I tried to use them. Because <laughs> 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 savings accounts with nothing in them, it's a bit, um, it's a bit worrying. <laughs> yeah, one, I have fixed it for a year. Okay. I can't Touch get it. out yeah. any money. Two, I have it for a month and like you can give it a notice of 95 days and then you can get it. The third one, I have it for bills. Yeah. I just... The fourth one, I have it for... Random spendings. Okay. That, that, that's a new habit I just developed. Okay. So generally, so, so the question is generally, so as soon as you get money, are you more inclined to spend it, more inclined to save it, or what, what, what's your habit? If I have a lot of money, I don't touch it. Okay. I'm happy. Okay. But when I start spending it, mm. I spend it like a lot. Okay. Tegan, what about you? When you get money? Spend it. Spend it. Mm. Yeah? Max? Mine is different situations. Mm. It's very situational. So I always, this is going to sound cheesy, 
I always make sure I've got enough to buy my girlfriend at least dinner or something. I feel like we need to do. Ah. Yeah, I'm just saying. Valentine's Day's coming, you know. Factual. Better get something I nice, sir. But. <laughs> <laughs> No, because let's be honest, this having a nice base, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And then the rest, I can't even like goes to the vending machine. Oh yeah? Every, okay. every day. Antonio, what about you? Me, it's like Max said, it's very subjective. So it depends. It depends. Um, usually I'll, I'll be inclined to saving it, but I'll say a big portion of my money goes on to um, going out, but not going out as in leisure and stuff, just like, you know, foods and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, um, I need like to food to live or like food? No, no, food as in, oh, let's go, let's go like out. Going out with your friends to eat is, is leisurely a kiss. Bro, I go with you, I you mean, can't even say you don't do it. I mean, yeah, we, we do that often. I'm, I wouldn't say it's a... Because that's a leisurely activity, isn't it? Yeah, I would, yeah, to an extent, but I wouldn't say, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. For for example, let's say we it we finish at twelve and then we go for lunch. Um, I mean, there is the option of having your lunch pack, packed, but it's you know it's not as fun. It's not as fun, yeah. Okay, fair enough. What about you? In in my current situation, or when I was your uh, age, because that's the that's our age, yeah. Because, um, so it all depends on if I have a goal at the time. So, like. When I was your age, I was very heavy on I need to drive. Hmm. So everything at that time would be going towards saving for a car if I had a goal. But if I've already achieved the goal, then where's the party at? That was the mentality. It was like... <laughs> Rounds on you. Yeah, just going out. So, you know, as soon as you turn 18, like, there was always somewhere to go. There's always something to do. I have a house party. Those were cheaper. You didn't need to pay. <laughs> Drinks was provided. No entry fee or anything. So but in terms of when we actually go sort of clubbing and stuff like that, um, a lot of money was wasted during that period, knowing how much drinks cost in this venue. Like, somebody would tell you £3 for Red Bull, and at that time you knew it was ATP. It's like, it's mind-boggling at the time. Imagine like, them now. £11 <laughs> a Red Bull. £3 for Red Bull. Yeah. So, Crazy. So, all right, so we underst- I get an understanding of how you are with your money. Um, how do you get your money? That's the first question. How do you get your money? Are you still um, the bank of mum and dad or do you work? Work. Okay. Work. Work occasionally. Okay. Both both work and sometimes parents. They do give me sometimes, um, obviously, um, I hate asking for, for that, but sometimes if I ask, you know, they'll be nice and just give me a, a, a few change. Mm-hmm. But... Um, mainly work. I mean, I've been I've been work on construction sites with my dad. Um, did you know some babysitting for other people? So uh, yeah, I'll say it's both. Okay, so everyone's worked at some point. So at the point when you're given money, and at the point where you you've earned your money, it's not as rewarding. So what's what's the difference in terms of your mindset when it comes to spending it or looking after that money? So when it's just given to you, are you more inclined? Are you more reckless with it? Or when you earn it, do you like, I need to protect this, I need to save it, I need to... Other way around. Same. It's, it's always when you when you receive something without doing anything, you're more inclined to just take it and spend it. Mm-hmm. But when you have it for your own work, it's like you, you worked hard for it and you the time you put in and then you're more, 
um, intuitive as you how you spend it. Yeah. But in the same case, it would be so. Let's say you're saving something, and your birthday comes around, you get given money to go towards that thing. You're not gonna go and spend that money just recklessly. Whereas if you've earned money, you're gonna go. Yeah, I earn that. I can just do that again, and then just spend it. No, no. I mean, you have you have this this thing like it's it's my money I earned. I can do whatever I want with it. Of course, like everyone, it's a rewarding feeling. But I'd say you you're more careful with it where you spend it because at the end of the day, it's the, the thing at the back of your head. You know, what? I put in the effort for this. I'm not gonna just waste it on nothing. I think it depends because um. I, I think it depends when you have your own responsibilities to put that money for or to spend it on. You wouldn't spend it recklessly, regardless of where you get it. But like me, I've seen it, uh, I've seen it in two ways, spending money. One, when I was with my mom. The second one was when I, was, when I moved out alone. The first one, when I was with my mom, I used to earn a lot and I used to spend a lot. I used to work overtime with overtime with overtime. I never cared when I spent it, literally, never. Mm-hmm. It meant nothing to me. It came, it goes, next month it comes, it goes, nothing. But when I moved out alone, it was like, okay, you know the budgeting we just did this morning? <laughs> I did that and I was looking at it again. I was like, what am I going to stop now? But like, it's just, it feels, but it, it works. But you're more inclined to be more responsible when you're alone. But if you're living with your family and you don't have to pay bills, you don't yeah, have to pay rent. You've got the rent, safety net, don't you? You're like, I mean, if I spend it and if, if I'm on zero, you could still survive. There's food, shelter. I don't know. Everything is paid for. So I think that depends. Yeah, it's, uh, being at home, it's, it's definitely different. It's a safety net, isn't it? So um, what about you, Tegan? Um. I prefer to spend money that's not mine. <laughs> like, if I work for money, I like to save and have it there. Mm-hmm. But when it's not my money, I could just spend it. Okay. So that's interesting. So yeah, so I think that characteristic of saving the money when you've earned it, because most of your money will come from you anyway. So just keep that same, um, that same energy sort of going forward. What about budgeting? We did budgeting today in tutorial. Have you ever done that before in terms of looking at um, your finances and breaking it down in every microscopic detail to see what's coming in and what's going out. Have you ever done that before? And if so, what was the outcome of, of that little um, session? I actually, I actually done that. It was on my 18th birthday. So I actually made quite a bit of money as present. So oh, nice. <laughs> do you want to know the exact sum? If you want to share, feel free. I don't, I don't mind sharing. I mean, I was, I was shocked. So it was uh, £1,435. Big family, right? Yeah, big family. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and, and then I was, I was in shock. I was like, is this money really in my hand? I mean, me, and, you know, I've seen those money, but never in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> so I did make some sort of a budget plan because I had some things in, in my head that I wanted to get for a long time. So I want this, this and that because it's going to be useful in the future. And then I'll save X amount of money for this. So long story short, that amount of money lasted me for about a year. Because of your budgeting? Because of my budgeting. Because I had clear aims as to what I want and what I'm going to have those money with. So um, it lasted me for a year. I think I bought a few um, a few clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know just going out now and then getting some you know with me and my brother getting some stuff yeah. and eventually uh, a few guitar effects pedals I think it was and then at the end which was left I had around 300 left yeah so that keep in mind this is one year apart yeah um I, I put some money and then just went to in a different country for like a week okay and uh, yeah, it was nice. Sounds in Switzerland. And at 18, that's a, that's a very sensible story. Um, anything less sensible than that? <laughs> um, well, for me, I've got a goal of, by the next academic year, so September, I don't want to be in London anymore. I want to be out, uh, like, doing things, experiencing different things. In terms of living yeah, outside wise, of... Yeah. By yourself? Not by myself. With, with your... other people okay. and stuff. Um so having to budget that and looking at that I kind of sat there and obviously only doing part time work I don't get paid a massive amount mm -hmm. I kind of looked at it and I was like oh yikes because I should I should be doing saving now mm -hmm. I'll admit it I've started to but I made this plan back in like December okay and are you keeping up with it? I don't even have a savings account yet so how are you putting money away? where are you putting it? well at the moment I'm not Okay. You're not saving at all? No. So when you get paid, what are you doing with it? Well, I'm keeping it until I need it. So it's about you, something, uh, underneath something. your mattress? We're we going out. We're going out. No, in, in, in a sense of like, I'll have some money there saved, mm -hmm. but then... What, in just your current account? Yeah. Okay. But then I have to use it because something's happened kind of thing. Okay. So Or we're going on a munch. Or we're going, no, because I have set money for that. <laughs> okay. But the, the fact is money comes in and it goes out. Yeah. Okay. Money come, money go. All right, ladies? Do I have to budget because of my eyelashes? <laughs> oh, <laughs> if in, I don't budget, I won't be able to pay for my eyelashes. Is no. that like your most, on your top of your list? Yeah. That's your most important. What have else you do you pay? <laughs> I don't really pay for much by myself. So your phone bill? Who pays my mum pays it. Your clothes? She pays for it. Okay. So you're still enjoying the bank of mummy at the moment? Okay. I budget everything. Yeah. Sadly, like I told you, have like I'm the worst on saving account, especially if I can access it. Yeah. So. So as in you dip into it. Yes. Okay. Like so, I don't. I don't save. I mean, yeah. I I have saving in an account that I don't touch where my bills go. Yeah. Because I am I'm always on negative if I use that account. Okay. So, I save, but not spending it properly. Yeah. That, if that makes sense. Okay. So what would what would you say? So before we move on to some sort of some advice what would you say is the biggest financial mistake you've made so far in your short journeys of having money access to money spending in, in terms of spending something and then you realize why did i buy this or why did i do this like have you ever spent money on something that <laughs> like later on when you reflect on it thinking that was a waste of money god max it sounds like you've got options that you want to talk about <laughs> Let others go first. I need to find out what one would probably be best to explain. I think mine would be clothes. Clothes. Yes, I have this. Like there are a lot of apps that you can buy cheap clothes. Yeah. And they look so good. Yeah. And then you just put one in, and then you follow with the other because still, you know, it's the same yeah. small price, and then you add another one. It's like going to Primark to buy one thing and buying thousand things. Yeah. Because it looks cheap, but in the end of the day, the price is like one thousand something. Mm -hmm. So yeah, buying cheap stuff because I thought it was cheap. Okay. Like caring about the money more than the item. Okay, fair enough. Antonio? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, there's there's many things I bought and regretted. Um, I'll say. I don't have a specific I, I you know scenario in my head right now, but there's been plenty of times when I looked back and I was like, why did I waste money on this crap? But yeah, I mean, I feel like financially I'm I'm going worse now than I was before. I feel like I'm starting to spend more now than mm. before. Okay. So yeah. Again? Just spending in general for the sake of it, like it's there, so you want to spend it. Like, yeah. like I buy shoes for the sake of it. No, because you need them. But no, just, you it's just for the them. sake of them, yeah. You know, you know there's a difference between yeah. need and need one. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel we all do that now. And then, like, sometimes I find myself doing that. Mm-hmm. If there's something's there, and I'm like, yeah, might as well spend there. Yeah. Hmm. No, that's, that's interesting in terms of the mentality around money because uh, one of the things that I will say is when you're starting to think about money, it's there's a lot of self-discipline that you need to... Um, that you need to gain and that might not have been in you anyway. Um, So understanding self-discipline, understanding self-control is one of the most important qualities for sort of managing money because impulse buying, all right? So one thing that I used to do when I was your age um, is I used to spend money before I've received it in my head. And sometimes that money is not even guaranteed. So like think of it, so it's, Oh, this you know you you think you're going to get this job, for instance. Oh, it pays eight pound an hour. If I work ten hours this week, da da da. da. So it's like I've already fast forwarded. I've only just got the interview, but in my head I'm like, oh, by the end of next month I could have seven hundred and fifty pounds. So I'm like, okay, what would I buy? So it's that mentality was happening, and then going back to the question that I asked you, one of the things that I regretted at the time was spending money was sort of going out like um, when you're out sort of clubbing, um, those drinks are not cheap. Bar owners are rich for a reason. Yeah. Because the markup on the drink is, you know, the percentage wise, it's it's very, it's very high. So I remember at the time, um, there might be four of, four of us and then the bottle costs, I don't know, 180 or something. So everyone's putting their 45 pound each or whatever it is, 40 pound each. Um, and then we'll, maybe we do two, three bottles um, at that age and I'll, and I'll go home and I'll think 80 pounds <laughs> <laughs> what can I do with that like at, at, at that age that's, at that that's, age. that's a lot of money in regards to um, just blowing that on one on one evening type of thing and mm-hmm. so you're having sort of factored in everything else that might come up that month so yeah I think for me that was a big mistake um but then quickly outgrowing that mainly because of personal circumstances, becoming a becoming a dad at twenty four, and then it was like that. Then forced me to um, to start looking at finances at a whole different with a whole different lens. So you mentioned I wanted to say everyone. I assume everyone's still living at home, right? Yeah. All right. So if it was up to you, when would you move out? Next month. <laughs> I already moved out and moved back in. Okay. If it was up to you, when would you move out, Antonio? For me, I mean, ideally, I'll, ideally, I'll say. So right now, I'm gonna become twenty, and I'll say twenty three, twenty four. Cause I still, I still, my my mentality is this way. I'll live with my parents. I don't want to be a burden for them, but I still want to, you know, support them, help them out while I can. Yeah. Cause I can't just um, make my own money and then just leave. Yeah. 
I, I still want to be able to support them for a while, make sure they're fine, then I'll leave. Okay. So it's sort of a, I receive from you, I'll give back to you. Mm. Then, it's my, a good, then it's I'll a good, go. It's a good attitude to have. Tegan, what I about mean, you? I was talking to mom about moving out like in uni and stuff. Yeah. But no, outside of uni. So for instance, it's like you've, yeah, sometimes you, you go to uni, you come back, a lot of people come <coughs> back home. So you're now a working professional in regards to, yeah, at what point would you, would you ideally move out for you? Are you in a rush to move out? Do you want your own space, your own no, privacy? Okay. No, no, the reason the reason I'm asking is because people, a lot of people sort of in my generation are sort of looking back at their period, everybody was in a rush to move out because they wanted that independence, especially once they've gone to uni, they've come back home and they feel restricted. It's like... I've had three years of nobody asking me where, what time am I coming home, but you have to adhere to the rules of the house. So um, so people were moving out, and then when you move out, you're now paying somebody else's mortgage because you're not ready to buy it, all right? So before I continue with my point, when you start earning money as a professional, would you contribute towards your household bills? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Or would you be compelled? Because some parents compel their children. It's like, before you were cute, little kid that used to live here but now you're you're a grown person (laughs) who's taking up space (laughs) so you need to contribute so um have you had that conversation with your parents or is it still too early would you or what would you want to do would you want to contribute well for me i've already mentioned about stuff like paying my own phone bills Mm -hmm. paying my part and stuff like that but where i'm only part-time my parents looked at me and i'm like shut up man (laughs) but when i mentioned about like moving out and stuff it's not so much the fact of what happens in my house because i realized in saying that it makes it sound like uh, you know yeah it's the worst place to be it's not it's the fact of at the moment i feel like i've acknowledged quite early Mm -hmm. the fact that without them i wouldn't have any more yeah Okay. And I don't want to get attached too attached mm-hmm. to that. Okay. So I want to be able to experience everything earlier. Yeah. To build up more of a sense of what will actually happen. Okay. Interesting. Antonio. I, I, I don't really know what your answer to this because. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm somewhere in between. Okay. So. I'll say for the moment, I'll just, you know, no comment. Okay, fair enough. Um, if you could contribute, would you contribute? Oh, uh, so basically, after I moved in back, I moved in not because I couldn't contribute. It's because me and my mom wasn't getting that connection yeah. that we should have because she's always busy. Yeah. My mom is so busy, like, mm. the whole week. So I thought the only time I can make time with her is living with her. Yeah. I pay 50-50 of everything in the house, okay. including everything. Okay. So we like share roommates. Okay. Nice. I mean, me and mum have always planned for like us to move out and for me to always help like pay rent and stuff. Okay. All right. So it's it's a conversation that's been had. Mm. All right. So the point I'm trying to make is that a lot of people are quick to move out and then they realise that they've spent the the next eight to ten years paying rent, and then when they add up all that money. Um, they realised that they could have saved that if they were still at home and they could be on a property ladder in regards to being able to uh, buy a house or buy a property or, you know, start a business or whatever it is that you can do. So it's it's knowing what your options are. So it's like understanding that, OK, if you are keen to move out um, based on what your, your income is at the moment, how much are you able to save outside of all your outgoings when you're living independently? 
all right? Um, because without a doubt, when you're at home, you're not going to be paying full rent. It's like if you're contributing, it's still, you know, it's still a reasonable amount to support, but it's not going to be anything compared to when you're living by yourself. So understanding the challenges of post-uni living by yourself in regards to if you want to save, if you want to be on a property ladder, um, a lot of the times people would stay at home. I, I, I have friends who have, who've been married who have ended up going back to one of their family houses um, just so they can save. So, um, and then, so they've, so the husband has moved into the wife's parents' house. So as a man, that's a lot of pride that you need to have to be able to do that. But it's like, that's financial planning. You know, you have to put your ego away. So that's what he did. Moved into his in-law's house. And then within two years, they were able to save enough. They now have their own own property. So these are the things that people in their 30s are understanding. Okay, um, if I knew this in my 20s, um, then, you know, I would be better off in my 30s because that's what this is about, isn't it? You said you said something about pride. Then, like I was thinking, would you would you say an individual's pride contributes a lot to how much he would save? And what what's your why would you say yes or no? And what's your opinion on it? And why? Yes. In kind of a different aspect. So, in a sense of staying at home, moving in and stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Also, in terms of going out, because you always have the guy, the friend. Yeah. It can also be a girl that's like. Don't worry, guys. It's on me. Yeah. Every time. Don't have to pay me. Yeah. That adds up. And the thing is, there's a lot of pressure of young men because there's a narrative out there that young men, um, you still live in your parents' house. They, you get to a certain age, especially when you're now entering the world of sort of dating and stuff like that. You want your privacy, things like that. You just like... If you're coming from a very cultural background, maybe you can't bring anyone home regardless of your age mm. type of thing. So you want your own space. So that's for a lot of young men. Like I have a lot of friends who that was their main motivation to move out. Is I would, for, no one's thinking about a house. <laughs> it's like, I just want my own place so I can, you know, entertain. Do my own yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and that pressure comes from, from society, comes from women in regards to, oh, because growing up, when you see it, a lot of women are always attracted to older men. Because of they're more mature. And the it's also I, th I think it's also the financial stability. Like uh, yeah, I think that's one of the main main things. Like um, I mean the way I see it, uh, a woman would be more attracted to a guy who's stable, yeah. who's self self sufficient. Yeah, and so when that pressure, for instance, it's like when that pressure is coming from somebody who might be twenty six. You're still in your early twenties. You know she's dating somebody who's in that bracket who might be more he's in their career more he's financially more stable he has his own place all right and then you're now putting that pressure on 21 year olds right so they feel like oh i need to level up in order to so they're putting that pressure on themselves just so they can say that they live by themselves not really fully understanding that you have what to pay counter tax you need to pay rent is, stuff yeah. breaks you know after all your expenses like we did today in the budgeting if you've paid for everything all you have left is all you have left is 200 pounds. Have you saved for a rainy day? So that sort of brings me towards what you need to start thinking about moving forward. Um, so we mentioned this in class today, saving at least 10% of whatever it is you earn. So paying yourself first, all right? Putting that in a place where you're not going to touch that unless you is that you're, you're saving towards something. And then at the end of that thing, you can go in there and take some from that. Um, second thing is self-control understanding how to manage yourself um, in regards to the impulses, all right? 
this looks great. Window shopping ends up being real shopping, <laughs> you know? So um, understanding how temptation works when it comes to that. Um, and having real conversations with your parents. I would say speak to the people who are have already gone through the stage of life that you're currently going through. Speak, be, be frank with your parents and say, oh, how, how, is, how are you with money? How, how is it on the, on the, when you get your paycheck? Like, do you feel depressed? Do you feel happy at the end of it? Once everything's gone, how do you feel? Have those conversations with your parents and you'd be surprised by some of their reactions and there's a lot you can learn from that. Because I feel like sometimes growing up, everyone's so busy living life that some of these key conversations that should be happening at home are not happening. So if you're going to take anything from today is pay yourself first, 10%. Understand self-discipline um and yeah budget like whether it's money that's coming in for through work or money that you're receiving through allowances all right actually budget um have a spreadsheet if you're good at excel if there's millions of apps out there that can help you um and you can budget see what's coming in what's going out and once you visibly see it you can then be shocked to say oh my god i'm spending this amount but without knowing it especially these days where you're not carrying cash anymore because spending cash, so there's a mental, there's a mental so thing. Whereas we just, it, yeah. you don't even have to put your pin in that. You know, you just, you just don't even, you know. Is it, is it me on when something is taken away from you, like physically taken away yeah. from you? You feel like, yeah. ooh, but when it's just a tap, it's like, it's good, man. Exactly. So I would say budgets, makeup spreadsheet, have an app and all of these, so you can visibly see these things, and then yeah, just learn to manage your finances better. Any questions for me or any last advice you'd give to any of our listeners out there that might be thinking about, ooh, you know, I need to learn how to manage my money better? I've got a question. Okay. What age did you start building credit score? Um, after I destroyed my credit after university. <laughs> because no one, the, what, I didn't have these lessons. We didn't have these conversations. Um, so you go to uni, they give you... Um, overdraft and you're thinking it's free money it's not. not knowing you need to pay that back with interest sometimes and so it's like and you don't keep up with payments it destroys your credit uh, or I remember I, I lived with some friends and then we had Sky but then I put it in my name some people didn't pay this month and then I'm like oh you guys need to pay and then the fact that I've missed the payment because it's in my name all of that stuff is affecting me so it's not up until I was about 27 um that I started realizing that I need to clean up my credit, knowing that in the near future, I want to buy properties, I want to be able to get business loans and things like that. And when you have bad credits, and especially, we could talk about this in another episode, in terms of defaults or CCJs mm. or county court judgments, which is what a CCJ is, those things last six years on your credit file. All right, and it's a massive red flag for anyone that's um, a creditor. So for me, I'll tell you about 27, but you don't need to wait and make all the same mistakes that I made. You can just fix your credit or build your credit from early knowing all the mistakes. And hence why I said speak to your parents as well, because they might have some stories around that as well. Any final words, Antonio? Mm, well, I mean, I was going to ask um, if, if it was you today having all these lessons yeah. what would you have done differently from a younger age and considering with all this knowledge that you have what mm -hmm. sort of advice would you have for us right now like as as of from this moment you go out um start doing this what, what sort of advice would be um 
So either way, I would still would have moved out early because I had a big family and would, like the space wasn't conducive to, to take all of us anymore. But rather than get a place, a luxury place for myself, I maybe would have done a flat share. I'd be more open to that. And that means I can save more, if that makes sense. So things like that. In terms of understanding overdraft, speaking to more people about money um, and learning how money works from an earlier age, saving more would be a big thing for me. All right, because money used to come in. I wasn't a massive spender like that, but in terms of just just your daily bills and stuff like that. and um, So you had that sort of, um, um, how can I say, that sort of laissez-faire approach to it. Like it's... Yeah, as in it, as in it, it, it comes and it goes, you know. And so it, it wasn't until a certain point where I felt like I can start actually saving because I was earning a lot more. But when it was, you know, um, earning this amount and then all my bills are pretty much that same amount, um, sort of living hand to mouth, it was very difficult. Um, but understanding how budgeting works um, really allowed me to change my lifestyle afterwards. So um, if I had to go back, I would save more and make different choices about where I lived in order to save more, if that makes sense. Final words quickly. I think just keep on saving, saving. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen when. Don't waste money. That's it. Tegan? More eyelashes or? <laughs> <laughs> no, just don't spend your money on silly things that yeah. you don't need. That you don't need. <laughs> I mean, if you want to spend, try to earn more than the spending you're going to do. Yeah, okay. So yeah, no, thank you for having me. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you for coming here and giving us your wisdom, sharing with us your wisdom and hope to see you in another episode soon. All right, thank you for having me. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.